I think in the future, we'll pull, like our goal would be uh, bring back, let's say, 60, 70s era cars into mm -hmm. the EV market and make it, yeah, make it huge. Because I think there's a lot of demand uh, on the market for this type of models. Uh, taking account that soon you, you're not allowed to drive your old car in a series. Mm -hmm. Let's say in Europe, for example, in Amsterdam, you're not allowed to uh, drive your like gasoline or diesel car in the city center. Now it's filled it up with the Teslas everywhere. That is Alex Cohen. He is co-founder of Aviar Motors with Aleski Russia. Now, what he's talking about right there is, uh, well, the world's changing and they've done something super cool designing the way a car EV should look like. Instead of going the resto mod route, you're going to see what he does. It is super cool. And uh, he's predicting one day that electric cars are going to look like jelly beans, basically pods going down the road. I, that's boring as can be to me, but I could see that as a possibility. And that's why what they, he and his partner are doing is so intriguing when you see it. You're listening to the CloseTheDeal.com podcast. I'm your host, Jules Smith. We're speaking with, we're talking with entrepreneurs and franchises who share their stories of success and their challenges because it ain't easy. Being in business on your own ain't easy. You know that, and they're here to guide you. Now, let's begin the show. Alex, I want to welcome you to the CloseTheDeal.com podcast. Where are you based out of, sir? Mm -hmm. Hi, uh, I'm based in Biarritz, France. Right. So uh, now you're, is that, that's near the S Spain? The border yes, Spain? exactly. Yeah, that's okay. correct. Well, a beautiful place, beautiful part of the world. Because uh, I, I followed y'all's posts and we get people understand a little bit more about what that's all about in a second. But I followed y'all's posts on LinkedIn, uh, your business partner's post. Um, your, if, if someone's coming to your hometown, to do business with you guys for your business, where would you take them to dinner to close the deal and do business? What's your favorite go-to restaurant? Uh, this probably would be one of the best local steakhouse. It's called L'Entredo. So it's like between two, basically. And uh, as you mentioned, the closing the deal, it's usually between the two people or two companies. It's still between two, co two people, not yeah, the that's companies. Right. That's right. So I'll take to this place because they serve the best steak and uh, uh, mashed potato as well. There you, <laughs> so you sound like you're from, you sound like you're from America. <laughs> I'm not. Not I'm your not. accent. <laughs> not your accent, but you, you <laughs> choice and meal. All right. Um, all right. Thank you. Who, I love asking this question. It's probably my favorite question. Who or what are you grateful for that helped you get you where you are with what you're doing today? Uh, to be honest, I think it's life in general and all the challenges that we face in, like, I like personally faced in my life. Uh, and I think this is what makes me just go, you know, conquered, like go over the obstacles, like challenges. I don't, we, in our company, we call it issues. We call it challenges, something that you can overcome. There is only one thing that you can overcome. It's death. So yep. <laughs> the rest is just the expenses or something you can fix. So. I think life in general uh, was pretty, pretty good and Thank challenging you. in my case. I love the mindset. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> that. And that's the entrepreneur's mindset, which leads us 
to the problem that you and your business partner uh, have come up to solve, have risen to the challenge to solve. What was the problem that you all identified in the marketplace? Okay, we're going to do something. It's pretty cool what you all do, by the way. But <laughs> oh, yeah, thank you. I think uh, it's it would be better if I just give you uh, a little bit backstory how we came up with this solution. Originally, Alexei got his Tesla, uh, more or less, uh, five years ago. So, and we really enjoyed the, all the experience and all the te- like technology that Tesla provides, infrastructure. Like we like Tesla, but. If you look at the design, it's a little bit boring. And since we've been raised on a, like old movies and everything, we've been big fan of uh, retro cars, like muscle cars, like Mustang yeah. 67 and so on. So we decided what we're going to do with this car. So we had two options. We either uh, will buy the old one, old the Mustang, and implement Tesla. But, you know, uh, I think it's not the best approach because uh, it's hard to fix new technology in the old vehicle. So we decided to go opposite. We decided to use the existing base of Tesla and put the new carbon body on top of that, that we like. It simplified the process. Uh, and meanwhile, we keep all the safety and security features of Tesla and you have afterpilot and everything, which is really, really hard to implement into the old car. Uh, that's what we built. And this is how we came up with this project, basically. So now... You- you're in prototypes. I mean, you have a, you have working models. How many yes. models do you have? Y'all is it one or you have y'all created multiple models? No, we just have one. We have okay. one at this point. Yeah. Okay. Now, what is the objective? What do you all see doing? Do you all see building off of his platform for future models, or building your model from scratch? What do you? What's the vision for for the business there to, to oh. grow it, to turn it, to take it from the model stage? Because I mean, yeah. what you all built. I mean, if you if anybody to see this car that you all built wouldn't think that's a mass productive, mass production car, but it's a very highly special yeah. mass production car because it looks that good. I mean, it looks like it's been around. Of course, it looks like it's been around because it has the retro aspects of what is, is it the '67 that you yeah. all? Yeah. Okay, because I thought I thought that's what yeah. it was. It, yeah. But it looks good. But in ways, it looks even, I'm going to get some people pushing back from me. I think it looks better in a lot of ways. It's, it's The lines aren't are just gorgeous. Uh, the thing is, it's actually, it looks similar, but still mm. it's not the same. The first thing, uh, since we live in modern era and, you know, mobile market is completely different. This car is wider and bigger than the original Mustang. So it's much more comfortable and just much more comfortable. It's like comparing Mercedes-Benz C-Class and S-Class. You know, yeah. the old one would be C and ours would be S-Class because it's just wider and more comfortable. And that's it. You got more space in it. So, tell, okay. So what are the features that make your, okay, besides the fact that it looks incredible, all right? Thank I mean, you. it's a, it's a, you, you've taken, and, and I agree, Teslas are, are sharp cars, but they're kind of, they all look the same, right? Your car stands out i watched that y'all had a video that you all drove it across the floor of a a, a show tra- i guess it was a trade show or something you know, all that yeah in the scene yeah yeah and the crowd just gathered around i mean like what is this you know um what are some of the attributes of the car that you can share uh that that make it special besides the uh, fact that the design oh the thing is uh instead of actually building that i i 
I would like probably explain a little bit more. The first thing, uh, most of the EV companies that are trying to build the new cars, they failed due to funding in the end. So they overspend and it's like, it's really, really hard to build the car from the scratch. Mm-hmm. That's why we decided to go different approach. We decided to use the existing platform and we're planning to partnership with the Tesla in the future. So we don't have to build something that Tesla spent years and billion do- dollars on. Mm-hmm. Why not just use somebody who already built the platform and use it? And we're not playing on a mass market. We're playing on a, let's say, premium because yes, taking account the premium. price range and... We'll probably later on, we'll switch to our own platform, but it's going to take, you know, years and years in the, of experience in building the, these cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the design that stick it out. And that's another thing that we're using, uh, full carbon body as well. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the probably difference because it's lighter. So you get a little bit more performance out of it. And the good look as well. So that's the key features. Uh, but it's not the track car. It's the uh, daily car that you can use. Just go to work or uh, to your favorite restaurant. Is the, or the, is the powertrain or the motors the same as Tesla's? Okay. Exactly. So you're, you're using the same framework. So you're bringing, I mean, the, in the inside looks gorgeous too. I mean, the whole thing is just spectacular. Uh, anything that you all introduce that's new beyond regarding the technology side, or are you borrowing primarily from that? And how does the inter- integration with the customer, I mean, the customer, the person driving the car, uh, is it, is it the functionality, is it pretty much the same as a Tesla? Or is it's it going to be the Tesla. Yeah, but it's uh, our, s- s- yeah, it's going to be just basically Tesla in a nice body, okay. uh, good, good looking body. So people usually get the attention from the people outside on the streets, so you can mm-hmm. see. Um, and that's it. Yeah, it's simple. It's simple as that. And I'll show you all tease. You all put a teaser up with the, the split uh, window Corvette. You all, oh, are, yeah. are, you, are you all considering doing the same thing with the Corvette? Yeah, exactly. What, so what we're year? still going to use different Tesla models in future because okay. people, some people would like to get like super fast cars. Some want to, let's say, use Model 3 a little bit. Less acceleration on, you know, less aggressive on the road. And another car that we're planning to launch, it's going to be Corvette C2, uh, but uh, probably next year or so. Okay. And what year is that model that you all looking at? Is, is the C2, what year was that? That's, that's the split window Stingray, is yeah, that right? I think, yeah, exactly. Because we got more demand from this car from our potential clients so far. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we talk with the potential clients and uh, we ask them what kind of model they're interested in. This is why we came up with this particular model to be next one. What? Now, have you, have, I'm just curious, has Elon, have you all been in touch? Has he been in touch with you all seeing this? Or oh, has, no. has <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, like personally, uh, we didn't reach out to him yet, but we're in touch with Tesla because we trying to come up with the better terms in terms of ser- uh, bus service because we're okay. still using their parts. Right. And uh, in order to optimize the cost, we're trying to negotiate the better deals and getting, you know, all the better parts cheaper. So hey, have you had a, what, what do the people at Tesla say? My gosh, look what you did with our car. And they, sort of, in, in my opinion, it's a huge improvement. <laughs> they have different business strategies because they sell in like billion cars, uh, like million car a year, yep. million cars. So 
be kind of small small player for them. Yeah, yeah. Taking account the price range as well. But meanwhile, they actually really like the idea. They don't mind at all using their, you know, because basically we, uh, in some way promoting their business uh, as well. So we promote yeah. Tesla because it's built on Tesla. Uh, well, and hopefully and one day they will just acquire our company. So you never yeah, know. Yeah, he's, he's open source. I mean, he, he shares the technology and so forth with other car companies. I, I don't see it. I, it's a compliment to him, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It, it's a compliment. Now, the performance, have you all, what have you built in performance? Is it the same level or is it higher or can you make it higher with what you all do? Can you add another motor? I mean, how does that work? Uh, since we're using the same motor, so it's absolutely the same, but it right. gives a little bit uh, less time uh, to get 100, 100, like 60 miles, 100 kilometers okay. per hour. Yeah. Uh, due to, because uh, we're using lighter body weight because it's basically much lighter but the car is not uh produced for the track for example so it's on the road like it's road car you can drive you can drive it on the track but it's not the best performance car on the track right and we're not planning to go this segment it just good looking car with a lot of power let's say it's like rolls royce you know yeah it is (laughs) you know is it, it what's the zero to 60 time on it? Do you know? 2.4. Yeah. 2.4 seconds. And then you can, and then you can make that faster. Uh, maybe 2.2. I don't know. Like, okay. that would be I mean, more than enough. I mean, who's going to know? I mean, honestly, somebody. Yeah, the difference between 1.8 and 2.2, that people still can tell the difference, but it's not primary our goal in this. If there is a demand for these type of cars, because, yeah. you know, there is no problem. Uh, putting better engine and batteries, you know, because it's electric and it yeah. feels a little bit different. Uh, for example, the Roadster, the first Roadster that Tesla built, you can get, uh, you know, quite fast as well. Pretty, yeah. pretty fast. So how did you all, I, I'm going to go back just a second. Yep, sure. What made you all say, okay, this is, this is the model we're going to do. And then this is how we're going to do it. Did you think it was going to work to start when y'all began? I mean, I mean, I mean obviously you had an inclination that it was going to work because you, you took the, the step to do it. But how did you all know how to, who's the designer here? How do you all know how to design this thing? So, it can, I mean, it looks like it, it looks like it's been around for a while. You know, it looks functional. Uh, oh, good question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It's functional, but that's still prototype. Uh, how we can, we never, doubted that we can build it so we were 100 you know sure we're gonna do it so the matter is just find the right team and find the right people who know how to do it even if you don't know how to do that Mm -hmm. like you don't have to be you know surgeon to do you know help somebody to do surgery you just Mm -hmm. need to find the right doctor who will do that and this is what we did we gathered the like best people in the industry that we know Mm -hmm. uh and make uh, let them do the job and we're just managing, you know, managing the work of the best people in industry. So that's it. That's pretty simple approach. But the hardest part to find the right people to do that. What is the vision you all have for the company? What do you all see? I think in the future, we pull like our goal would be uh, bring back, let's say, 60s, 70s era cars into mm-hmm. the EV market and make it. Yeah, make it huge because I think there's a lot of demand uh, on the market for these type of models. 
uh, taking account that soon you, you're not allowed to drive your old car in a series. Mm-hmm. Let's say in Europe, for example, in Amsterdam, you're not allowed to uh, drive your like gasoline or diesel car in the city center. Now it's filled it up with the Teslas everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same in London. So they're trying to reduce the CO emission in the big cities. So you you can drive your old school car that you like, and we can bring this you know that feeling and that great look because I think it's one of the best design ever been built in mm-hmm. my opinion, mm-hmm. and that's it. So we're planning to produce like a lot of cars like that worldwide. Let's say like hundred thousand of cars per year. Oh wow! Now, are you looking at building them in France or you look in other markets or there other platforms like Lucid you would look at or you you stick in the Tesla? We're stuck with Tesla because we know how to deal with the engineering and the prototype that we did. We already know how to, you know, manage all the Tesla parts. That's why it was the reason to build the prototype. In terms of the market, the goal market for us would be, first of all, it's US because okay. it's biggest U. Yep. market for Tesla as well, Tesla lovers. Sure. It's easy. Europe market is a little bit different. Uh, it will be secondary market for us. And then maybe China or Australia, but uh, in Dubai as well. But the, the primary is US. Do you see it being produced in the United States? In, or do you see it being produced in France and being imported? Uh, at this stage, since we're a small-scale production company, we're going to, since we plan to open up the facility in uh, Europe, we're going to deliver to US, but over okay. the time, once we, you know, got some traction, we're planning to open up the facility in the US, obviously. Yes, okay. for sure. What do you see as the the next three? What's your timeline? Do you have a timeline for when you all want to be able to start production? Or is yep. it, or you all? I know you all are in fundraising stage too. But what is your? Do you have a timeline uh, let, laid out? Yeah, it's actually pretty clear, yeah, at least in our head. Uh, it also depends on the uh, funding that we're going to raise because we're looking up for $1.8 million to okay. setting up the facility. Okay. And our goal would be to build uh, four cars because mm. we're planning to deliver a car to U.S. Uh, there mm. is, this, you know, the summer show in Las Vegas, and that would be the goal for us to next year to participate with this car. And there is a lot of shows in, I think it's Monaco, the same in September. So it basically September, October would be ideal if we can deliver cars by this time and people could drive it. It's going to be pre-production cars. So you can almost like 97% finished car with the small details. Do you have a price point yet on on the car? Yeah, it's the price point. The basic price starts from one ninety thousand US, US dollars. Or US? Uh, it's euros. Okay, yeah. Euro, okay. But and no, it's we have two models, two okay. options. Okay. One is less, uh, less powerful. It's one fifty okay. and one ninety. So okay. it depends what kind of car you're looking for. Same design, just different engine, basically. So when people think of supercars or hypercars or exotic cars. They're going to get like one of the, being one of the most exclusive clubs there are when they buy one of your cars because it's going to be so low production to start with. It's going to be, yep. they will be there. They will be the early adopters. Um, what do you see the future of EV cars 
because yeah, you have an interesting perspective being in Europe versus the United States. Is there, there, while there are a lot of people who love Teslas, I think, I think they're phenomenal. There's also the pushback, you know, people don't want to change, yeah. right? What do you see the, the future? What does the next five years, three to five years look like for you, for you all through your lens as EV production company for electric cars? Um, it's a good question. Honestly, it's hard to predict anything in this crazy world. Uh, mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. where we head into. So we, I have like, we have internal goals for the, our company, but yeah. you know, it's always unpredictable. In terms of EV market, it's hard to predict anything as well because the technology changing quite rapidly with, yeah. let's say, chat GPT and AI. So I think those tools will be implemented into the cars as well. They already are, let's say, like autopilot and everything. So yeah. it's going to evolve quite fast. But where it's going, um, unfortunately, I have no idea how it's going to be in the future. Yeah. But I think for the next, the next, like, Three, five years is going to be pretty much the same because building a new model or invent something new take ages to deliver to the market from idea to something working. Mm-hmm. It's going to take at least three to five years usually. Gotcha. So yeah. since the technology evolved quite fast recently and when the people will be ready to implement all the AI features, mm-hmm. I believe it's going to be self-driving cars and the car going to reshape and take completely different shape as it is. It's really? mostly like capsules. So, you know, you, you are, for example, Uber, you, so it's because you don't need to have the place for, for the driver. It's going to be only seats where you can sit. There is no option where you can drive it. It's basically like trains, like, you know, small seats where you can sit. Capsule, they deliver to from point A to point B automatically. And that's it. So this is my vision of EV vehicles, I think. And your and a brand like yours will really stand out when that, <laughs> if that, that would have happened. <laughs> no, it's going to happen to pretty maybe next 10 years. More, not yeah. five, but maybe 10 years for sure. And it will start slowly. The problem with that, because you need to get rid of the classic, class, classic infrastructure like trains, uh, you know, subways and everything. And it's really painful for the city and government to get rid of the old infrastructure because it's, you know, it's been invested billion, gazillion dollars. Of course. What is the infrastructure like right now in France for, for EVs? Curious. No, it's pretty good. I recently drove uh, the French car for the test drive. I just want to try it. Uh, the problem with the car I had mostly... Uh, the distance it could drive automatically, it says like 350k mm-hmm. uh, kilometers, but in reality, it's 180 or something. So I'm not okay. going to mention the brand, but <laughs> that okay. was the major pain point. Uh, but mostly all... It was, it, was, it, was a, it was another EV car. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's about the French one. I just decided to try it out and see yeah. how, how it is. It's huh? pretty good. I mean, all the gas stations now, they have... Uh, yeah, they all got the electric chargers, superchargers, yeah. which work pretty fast. It usually takes 20 minutes to charge to, let's say, 80 to 85% of Can the battery. Can you get across France pretty easily? Uh, uh, this or... is what I did on this car. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you, yeah. What about what about other European, Spain, Germany, on the same thing? Or No, I, I was driving from one side to another side. Okay. Uh, I believe it's pretty good in Germany, and there is barely can find any electric chargers in Spain. 
it's not pretty gotcha. common in Spain. I think I gotcha. this is what I noticed. Okay. Well, this is this is fascinating. So now, now you all are now you've got the prototype. And by the way, when you go to your website, you would say anybody visiting your website not knowing anything about your background or how long y'all have been doing this would think this company's been up and running and competing against the major brands. Um, that's how good that's how good y'all have presented position this. The finished product looks ready to go to market right now. Um, somebody, what is your call to action here? What do you, what do you, to, 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 to advance what y'all are doing? Uh, just go to the website, check it out, the car, uh, follow us on a social media so you can get familiar with the car. And, uh, as soon as we'll be available for the test drive, go and see us at the Shama show and any other big exhibitions in the U.S. or Europe. Or just give us a message and we'll let you drive our car and test drive it in France, if you're in France. They, oh, hey, I want to take you up on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's the website address? It's, it's aviarmotors.com. Yeah. Aviar, A-V-I-A-R. Motors.com. Aviarmotors.com. And you're looking for investors. So you all can, and how much do you all have to, you said 1.5 million? 1.8 millions. 1. Yeah. To million. setting up the facility uh, to build the pre-production cars. Okay. And then after that, we basically don't need extra investments for the next couple of years. So we can start delivering the cars because we have uh, like 90, 90 pre-orders. People sign up on the website and they you got 90 pre-orders right now. Wow. Yeah. And how many can you, well, what do you all predict? How many you can produce a year to start? Oh, with this facility that we're planning to build, it's going to be up to 25 cars per year. It's not okay. a lot, but very specially, yeah. very specially, yeah. very exclusive. All right. Well, Alex, this has been fantastic. Uh, I wish you guys huge success because you're in a space that's intriguing and the car that you all have designed. I think I've already said it a few times. It's stunning. <laughs> appreciate it <laughs> all right uh, great to have you sir. and that is a wrap with alex and i like the way they think they have reversed the entire model people trying to rebuild old cars turning them into classic cars turning them into you know something they're not supposed to be and they're taking the design the classics and they are going to make electric cars exciting and because right now they're i mean now that you see so many teslas i call them jelly beans jelly beans are black and white and red and and what what other colors they got that's it i think <laughs> so yeah he's gonna make it interesting and man they're gorgeous wait till you see this sucker all right uh, thank you for being here you know that part i uh, appreciate that i'm gonna ask you another favor uh please like uh, comment, uh, subscribe if you're watching the YouTube version of this. Um, I appreciate you being here, and that's the way we're going to continue to grow this community and put out content like this. So you know the drill. Be intentional and make today a great day.